Carmela, hmm. when you think of baseball, what alcoholic beverage comes to mind? Beer. Yes, yes. I think most people would say beer, mm-hmm. but things are starting to change. Hmm. Did you know that there is an official wine of Major League Baseball? I did not. Well, do you want to find out what it is? I would like to, yes. Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and wine pairing partner in crime, Carmela. Hi there. And we are the Wine Pair. All right, Carmela, this is episode number 25. Wow. Woohoo! That's huge. You have stuck with me through 25 of these things. <laughs> and over 25 years of uh, marriage. Oh, wow. So Will we, we only make have it? a couple more left. A couple we... more episodes and we're done. Oh, no, <laughs> oh. that is not true at all. Oh, man. Then we just do them once a year because, you know, anniversaries just come once a year. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. This is getting worse. Well, this is kind of like what happened this week because you and I went back and forth a lot on what topic we should have this week. All right. And there were a few that you just flat out said no to. Well, sure. I mean, you know, some people find things more interesting than other topics. And so I just <laughs> kind of had to steer the, the boat a little bit. I had to sort of steer the most boat. Most of the things that I find interesting, you don't find interesting. No, no. And when one, you just said no. One of them, I just was like, wait a minute. I gotta, we're gonna just put the kibosh on it right now. And I had to acquiesce, not just because you're my wife, but because we are a wine pair. We are a wine pair and we have to feel good about it together. Right. If you're a pair, you just make decisions together. That's right. Yeah. So and I think I was right on that one. So, but we came to a compromise. Like you were probably were as usual. You no, probably no, not were as right. Usual. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Okay, but we did come to a compromise, and I thought, you know, with professional baseball season just getting underway in the last week or so right. after after a little drama. I don't know if you know this, but there was a little drama. There was I a lockout. Know. The the owners locked out the players. All over the country? <laughs> yeah, they just took wow, the keys away and locked them out. That's kind of mean. It that was, was mean. The end? They like, were like, huh, you can't come in here. Oh, my gosh. No, they were. They were knock, really. Knock, they were, they, yeah. They, they, don't, just, it's What's like there? when people come to the door now, like, don't tell them. Right, home. right. Everybody just so don't say anything. Shh. Don't say anything. Exactly. No, it was a labor thing. They were trying oh. to negotiate a contract, and the owners locked them out. But okay. they got it taken care of. It caused a little delay to the season, so the season started a little bit later than usual. But we thought oh. it would be fun this week to tie in an episode with baseball. Something, I love it. something timely. Well, isn't today our home opener too? Today is our home opener, so you can so. guess what day we are recording this episode. Oh, right. That's okay. right. And today we're going to talk about not just baseball. Baseball, but ironically, we're going to talk about wines in baseball. What? Yeah, what? yeah, hmm. weird, huh? That I we're guess, talking yeah, about wine. The wine pair should probably bring in wines, exactly, and wines that you'll probably be able to find at a baseball stadium. And again, I think that most people think about beer, like you said, in the hmm. little bumper thing or the th- whatever hmm. they call that thing at the beginning, uh, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think because a lot of the foods. I mean, I don't think of beer. I don't at a baseball beer. game. I mean, I think that's if the first to, thing that comes to exactly, mind. Exactly for people, but I'm one of those people. I'm very glad to know that wine is. Is, is easier to get now to baseball game totally. or any game that you attend. Totally. I think, no, it's totally true. I mean, I think beer traditionally is the more common, like probably thing that you, you just associate with baseball and you associate with some of the foods at baseball, mm-hmm. like a hot dog or peanuts or pretzels. But you're right. I mean, I think baseball and a lot of sports leagues have been totally upping their game in terms of like what kinds of beverages and foods, not just right. beverages, exactly. but foods mm-hmm. that they're offering at the ballpark. And I think that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, because they're trying to cater to a broad group group of people and 
the prices are going up. And so they probably have to cater to a broader, you know, like bring your spouse and bring your significant other. And and you got to have a good variety of stuff there. Right. Keep everybody everybody happy. Exactly. I mean, if you're not happy, especially on a rainy baseball, long three, four hour game, then you're not going to stick around. (laughs) Exactly. Unless you got some wine along with that beer. Right. Exactly. So did you know, Carmela, that there is an official wine sponsor for Major League Baseball? I feel like I already asked you this. I don't know if you did, but I didn't know that (laughs) until this week when you disclosed that to me. Yes. who is it? Oh, oh you, uh, wood, Woodridge. Woodbridge wines. Oh, Woodbridge. <laughs> wood, wood, not Woodridge, but wood, wood, Woodbridge. Woodbridge, I, like I, a wooden I, bridge, I, but I Woodbridge it, wines is by Robert Madavi, and that is the official partner of Major League Baseball. Nice. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about wines you might find at a baseball game, and we have three wines, like we always have three wines. I think this will be interesting, uh, and I use that word way too much, interesting. Mm. I just I say interesting you know, too much. People don't think that's a great uh, adjective to use. No. Usually it means like it's, kind of it's, nondescript, it's a po- really, or it's a polite way of saying not, not good. So cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not but so we're, good. You know what? We're gonna keep an open mind. Uh, I agree. This is this podcast no is not for us. That. This podcast is for all the listeners out there, the millions and millions are, yeah. of listeners. Are out there. you gonna keep the open mind? I am going to try. Oh, but I Carmela, think you will. I think you you've been really keeping an open mind. I think I'm trying to be more open minded. Yeah, it's hard for me. I know it really is difficult. I know, but you you know I'm just kind of walking you through this slowly. You're doing well. Thank you. Okay, so why three wines, Carmela? Why? Because we always do three wines. That's right. Shameless plug time. So we always do three wines. That means uh, that are reasonably priced. That means under $20. Should be able to find them in a local store or online or something pretty easy to find. We have a new episode every week. Releases on Sunday. And you know, if you like what you're listening to, subscribe. Give us a rating and review. Give us, I don't know, give us five stars. Oh my god. If you're going to rate us. Why not? I mean, They're free. The stars are free. Oh, true, like you don't. True. It's not like you have to pay more to give five stars. No. So give five stars. Yeah, and I would. I, I, is that weird? No, I would give me five. I would give you five. stars. I would give you five stars oh, for sure. I give you six exactly. And if you have a wine <laughs> pair partner at home listening, tell them about the wine pair and podcast. give them five stars well, how too. How would you tell them about them if they already? Anyway, you're right. Give them five stars. That's the most important part. Okay, but. As we do in every episode, Carmela, we are going to take our customary left turn, or maybe it's a right turn, I don't know, and talk about something that is at least tangentially related to the topic. Oh, and this dun, dun, dun. Dun, and this week, we're going to talk a little bit about baseball, baseball stadiums, and baseball oh. food. Okay. Now, I have an admission to make. All right. I don't really love watching baseball on TV. Mm. Do you? Never. Yeah. But what do we like? We like to go to the ball games. Going to the ball games mm-hmm. is super fun. I find it way more interesting it to is. go to the ball game. And I will watch the game. Well, me too, actually. But, you know, the experience is really the important part of it all. I feel like, actually, the games that we go to, you really do end up watching the game. Because it's because not, we tend to go to what? We go to, like, the you know small, the league. The minor league. The minor league. We yeah. tend to go to a lot of minor league games. And I, there's a local, there's two local minor league teams that are pretty close to us. There's the Everett Aqua Sox and the Tacoma Rainiers, and they're both associated with the Seattle Mariners. And they're so much fun. They're so much fun. And they're so good. Yeah. You're like, you're right on top of them. Like Mm -hmm. the stadiums, well, not like literally, you're not like standing on them. That would be uncomfortable. How could they play baseball? Yeah. How could they play? You'd get hit by the ball. No, but you can get really cheap seats, reasonably priced seats. And you're really close to the action. Yes. I love that. And you can see, and a lot, especially in the single A, which is what the Everett. 
Everett Aquasox are, like these are kids. Yeah, I mean, they're these are young. young men, and they are working their tails off, and they're 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 fighting for their dreams, mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. It is the energy too is really fun. I mean, you could just like you said, you're so close up. And you kind of can hear what's going on. And there's usually family, I feel like, of the players around or people that are really, like, cheering them on. Well, the other thing is the community is highly involved. Like, Mm -hmm. a lot of these kids, you know, they're coming from places. They're not from America Mm -hmm. or they're not from this area, right? And so they're staying sometimes with family because they don't make a lot of money in the minor leagues. And so sometimes they're staying with families. And so the community is super involved. Mm -hmm. But back to Major League Baseball and back to the food at Major League Baseball Mm -hmm. stadiums, the food and beverage choices have really blossomed. I feel like over the last 20 years, oh, it's been a huge change in yes. the way, not just baseball games, but I think it really, in at least Stadiums. in Seattle, it's, yeah, but at least in Seattle, it really did kind of start with the Mariners games, it feels like. Yeah, well, because there is that whole, like I said, the experience of going to the game. You don't actually even need to watch the game at our stadium. No. You can just kind of, you know, coast around, around. It's a beautiful stadium. And, and remember, they came out with all these. There's a play th- place for the kids. Yeah, and, and they had like shishka berries and they had, you know, like yes. these chocolate dip straw. They had food that it's you like just It's like going to a Totally. It totally is. And great, like, local... I'll I'll go through some of the things you can get at a Seattle Mariners game, but it's pretty amazing. Mm. And and it's a good thing they have good food there because the team has been horrible. Oh. The team has been... I wouldn't even know. I know. Like, because when we go, it's like, we don't actually... We don't care that... We're not that invested. I I I know. There's a lot of huge fans out there, though, so we got to be good. When we were good in the 90s, I was totally invested. And then I'm a little bit... Fairweather fan. I'm a little bit of a Fairweather... your home team. But I will say, when I'm at the game i'm fired up like i love going to the games yeah. i love cheering the folks on it's super fun we okay. usually stay the duration too oh we do but we i do. like it yeah. i like i enjoy watching a baseball game yeah i find it at really fun mm-hmm. yeah are you ready for some foods that we serve well we when i say we i mean the city of seattle i guess no that t-mobile that they serve at mariners baseball games i'm some, ready some of them may surprise you one is they have barbecue i guess you know not that you know, like you can get ribs you can get brisket you can get sushi Oh, wow. In fact, they have... I don't know if I trust sushi at a ballpark. Oh, I would. They have a thing called the Ichiro. Well, Do you know where that came from? Of course, from Ichiro. Yeah, and they came up with the Ichiro. I kind of love that. It's a sushi roll. You can get tacos. You can get fish and chips. You can get Mm. sub sandwiches. You can get cheesesteaks. You can get Din Tai Fung. The actual restaurant is down there. And they also have them at the Kraken game. Oh, wow. Oh, I did know that. I think you went there. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You can get... And we have a couple of local burger places, Kid Valley Mm. and all... Also, Lil Woody's, and you can get burgers from those places, which is fantastic. You can get the famous Seattle dog, which is what? Well, it's a hot dog with with cream cheese. Yeah, and you can get the Ivor dog. Do you know what that is? Um, It's a fish hot dog? Yes, it's like a a fish filet and a hot dog bun. It's actually really good. No hot dog. No, no hot dog. It's oh a Ivor dog. I've never heard of that. Well, you probably have, but you probably just didn't listen to me that when I told amazing. you because you never listened to me. No, but no. Here's the I one. Do. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, but here's the one that's going to surprise you. You can also get fried grasshoppers. I don't believe that. I'm not kidding. You can get like fried. Like real, we don't even have grasshoppers in our gardens here. Where no. are they getting the grasshoppers? I don't know. They import them from grasshopper Are they land. chocolate covered? No, they are just fried. Look it up. 
It's oh, freaky. My, what do you dip them in? N- you, nothing. Your mouth. You I dip don't believe them in. it. Okay, I'm telling you. you Are you going to take me to a ball game to to prove it? I will, <laughs> and then and make you eat them. No, no. Well, then no. you can't say that because you got to eat them if you're going to oh like. Gosh. If you're going to threaten me. I don't. Okay, I really, I'm really surprised. I wonder why. That's not like our mascot, or why would you have grasshoppers? I don't know. We're going to find it out. Okay. We're going to find it Let's out. Look it up. Look it up, club. That's be part right. of the. Go to the interwebs. <laughs> be part of the look it up club. Okay, Carmela, what's your favorite food at a baseball game? Well. Well, I mean, I do like, the funny thing is if I think about going to a game, I think of more of the traditional food and I always kind of steer away from hot dogs, pretzels. Yeah, you don't, you're but not a hot dog person. I Maybe you can guess. What would I go to on one of those stands that has like the traditional peanuts, popcorn? What am I going to oh, get? Oh, I know you get. What? You get the nachos with the yes! crappy cheese. I love it. I mean, that is, <laughs> that's what I love about you. You, oh you know, she eats really well usually, but when we go to a game, she will have crappy cheese nachos. Oh, I love good. them. They're, They're so good. good every last one so that would be something i would have if i'm just you know gonna have a little snack but if i'm going to the to a mariners game or something like that i'm gonna look for something like a fish taco yeah or the <laughs> Iverdog. the i'm going to the Iverdog. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. try it now yes yeah you're in yes. you're in now uh i i what like would a good you have? Yeah. i like a good hot dog of course i will have a hot dog but sometimes i like you know i'll have like a brat or i'll have the polish hot mm. i love hot dogs and i love them just with mustard okay just no, mustard no seattle dog no i, I didn't I think just, so i just like a Plain old hot dog. No ketchup. No God. And what is it about people not wanting ketchup on their hot it dogs? It is. A, it is a. It's a fight. Like people fight about this. Oh, okay. I am totally. And I love ketchup. Yeah. I will put ketchup on a lot of things. Yeah. I just don't like it on a hot dog. Hmm. Some people swear by it. What about mayonnaise? No oh, mayonnaise really? on a hot dog. Why not? No. That's gross. Oh. Why would you want? I don't well, know. People put I, cream cheese on it. Why can't you have that's mayonnaise? That's totally different. Cream <laughs> cheese and mayonnaise what? are not even remotely this remotely the same. <laughs> okay, wait, but we're now we're just going totally off the rails. Oh, but hey, okay. there was I will go. This is not baseball, but it is professional sports. Okay, there was a time where we had tickets to a sporting event, and we had the best food experience ever and it wasn't because the food was great what was it carmela it was because it was free tell them tell, it was the, free. tell the people in listening so land. we want we had tickets to the sounders games and we had super special tickets i don't even know what they were called or classified as but we basically paid the price for the tickets and then we had free concessions at our like closest concession yeah, spot free 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 hot dogs free soda oh, the, free popcorn no, free peanuts too i don't know only sodas, not alcoholic drinks. Okay, but yeah. free sodas. Yeah, free nachos. Right. It was, I mean, it was, it was kind was of the, the traditional concessions: pretzels, popcorn, peanuts, yeah. nachos. And they did that when they started Even hot out. Dogs. No, the Sounders were brilliant when they started out because they did these kinds of things. And then after about five years, they're like, people are coming in anyway. because that they knew people weird. would come. No, no, they knew people you should would have come. been grandfathered into that. Uh, we I should feel have like. been. Because then, as soon as that was gone, the tickets were gone. (laughs) (laughs) We we did kind of lose the, not lose, we we gave gave up the tickets not so long after that. Darn it. Yeah, but that was awesome. That That was was amazing. And taking little, when we had little kids. Oh, it was so, we spent the whole time at the concessions. Why wouldn't you? Okay, but back to food Mm -hmm. and wine. Perfect. Because you got to have something to drink with all that food. Right. And again, we're seeing more wine around professional sports. And I think a lot of, you know, stadiums, you're starting to see canned wine Mm -hmm. with the beer choices. You're starting to see, you know, bars pop up. And I think they've always had something like a wine at a lot of these. Oh, but it was kind of, it was one of those really like messy, dangerous things where they gave you one of the wine, plastic plastic wine, filled it to the rim. Rim. It was a huge, heavy pour. Yeah. And you just were sloshing it all over, even when 
when you the, hadn't even taken a drink of it yet. That is an instance where the can is better. I was like just going to say. can where they give you a cup, that's, that's way really better smart. solution. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times, too, like the wine at a baseball park is probably not awesome, but we're going to test that out today. We're going to see, and we're going to be open-minded. Mm-hmm. But there are ballparks that are really stepping up. So like the Yankees, they have a wine bar called, oh, they can almost talk, a wine mm-hmm. bar called the City Winery Bar in their new stadium, which we've been to. And in the San Diego Padres, they have a wine market. So it's kind of funny, though, because then are you watching the game from screens? Well, if you go into the wine bar, yeah. I but mean, you can also take weird. it Why out. Do you go? No, but you, you can take it out. Yeah, it's yeah. not like you have to stay in there. Yeah. But some people like to do that, especially if you've got season tickets. Yeah. If you're going one time, you're probably not going to do that. But if you've got a 25 or 30 or 100 and whatever game package, like, you might do that. It's so strange. Well, but I get it. I, I get, get it. it. Well, now in, at T-Mobile Park, which is where the Seattle Mariners play, mm-hmm. they just opened a wine bar. Oh, wow. And it's by Chateau Saint-Michel. It's called The Chateau oh. by Chateau Saint-Michel. Mm-hmm. So we went really back and forth. I, I, you Who? Know, you and, you and me. me. Oh, yeah. On what, should we do Chateau Saint-Michel or should we do Woodbridge? And I figured Woodbridge is MLB. It's all stadiums. And we'll probably do other episodes on Chateau Saint-Michel. And I'm not sure when we would do an episode on Woodbridge. So right. this felt like a good opportunity to kind of mix the and it's two national up. yeah mm-hmm. and so again uh they're the official partner of major league baseball it's a robert mondavi brand and you know woodbridge is kind of the economy brand of mondavi and that, that's not to say that you know mondavi wines in general are not that expensive most of the time but this is their economy brand maybe you find it like on a lower shelf at a grocery store or whatever mm-hmm. and they're definitely i think people would describe them as approachable they're value priced i will say these wines were cheap cheap, like inexpensive, like really mm. reasonably priced. I'll mm-hmm. go through that in a second. And they're definitely like everyday drinking wine. Mm. They're not, they're not like, oh, we're going to put this in the cellar. Party. No, we're not going to put this in the cellar. They don't, most of them, I don't think they have even vintages on them. Like uh-huh. they don't have dates on them. They're meant to be drunk, like as you purchase them. Mm-hmm. And they're, so they're everyday wines They're and that's their purpose. And that's totally fine. So these were super reasonably priced. Mm. They were all, and they are not just normal sized wines. We got the mega, we got oh the, the, the one and a half liter magnums mm-hmm. and they were eight ninety nine. Wow. For the magnum. Wow. So, That's a lot of wine for not so much not money. Not so much money. I mean, you were joking. You were saying the other day, like you paid as much for that bottle, that magnum bottle, which is like 10 glasses is what? Like, right. It's one glass at the ballpark, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Actually, it might be even more at the ballpark park could be 10 bucks a it could, glass. easy easily yeah. so these are like the ludicrous speed mm. you know size of wine mm-hmm. so you know like a bottle equivalent is like four dollars and fifty cents yeah crazy so we're not going to finish these wines so we always at the end of every episode we always say oh which wine are you finishing we're not going to finish no we're actually going to a party later tonight and we're going to bring the wines with us and we are going to have other people drink them too so there you go and then although the you know woodbridge is not top tier and the price point is pretty low again our purpose here is not to bag on woodbridge we are going to be open-minded We're going to give them an honest shot. In fact, in some ways, I wish we were just doing a blind tasting Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes, you know, you you bias yourself out of the out of the gate right. because you're like, oh, I didn't pay a lot and oh, it's this brand. And so right. I want us to really be open-minded about it because you know what? This is what this, again, this podcast right, is for everybody. Well, and all, the other thing is, it's is not that- not for snobs. It's not for snobs like me. No, right. Jeez. What kind of example are you? No. <laughs> but the other thing is, is that you're going to see these at ballparks where you're probably putting a lot of money into anyway. Yeah. And so you should be able to, you know, if you try them and you'll know what, if, we're, if you try them, you know what you will like when you go there because yep. the price point's different at the ballpark. Yeah, totally. 
Um, and so uh, we we got a variety. Of, so there's three different types of wines. We think these are wines that you're likely to find at a ballpark. Uh, and we think may go okay with some of the traditional ballpark foods. Mm. And so we actually will have some links in our show notes that say like what wines pair with hot dogs and that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but this should pair well with hot dogs and cheesy gooey stuff, but also nicer stuff, burgers and pizza and maybe the Ichi roll or, oh. you know, sushi. So right. we have have a cabernet we have a pinot noir and we have a lightly oaked chardonnay we're oh, breaking wow. we are breaking wow. all sorts of rules tonight mm-hmm. all right so enough of all this jibber jabber how what do you think should we get down to it and try these woodbridge wines let's do it amen sister what sister mm-hmm. hmm. okay we are back and our first wine we're going to do is the lightly oaked chardonnay and so this is from california central coast of california uh, again, the producer is Robert Mondavi. Uh, non-vintage. All these wines are non-vintage. Again, this was $8.99 for a one and a half liter. That's, again, 10 glasses of wine. Crazy. It's amazing. I'm right? glad we're not finishing them tonight. We are going to. We got this. No, at- we are not going to. <laughs> we, not. we got these at Fred Meyer, <laughs> which is a Kroger brand store. It's 13% alcohol. It's Chardonnay. And let's see what mm. you are smelling, Carmela. Okay. Hmm. What do you smell? nice. Mm-hmm. Like you said, well, I think you said earlier you can smell the oak a little bit. You can smell a little oak. It's yeah. got the, but I'm as bit. I'm smelling it, I'm getting like apple or pear. Pear. I think I'm thinking a little bit more pear. Yeah, a little it's bit sweet. apple or pear, can, and it's sweet. So uh, yeah, I feel like it's a little more less tart, you know, than a, yeah. It's more like a pear than an apple, maybe. I feel like I'm getting like a touch of pineapple or something like something tropical fruity, like just a touch of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try it. You know, it's not bad. No, it's, it's actually, pretty pleasant. It's, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's smooth. It's, uh, it's just smoother, and there's a little bit of butteriness in a little in it. bit. Yeah. There's a little cream in there. Mm-hmm. I think there is a little creaminess, but it's not, it's not overpowering. I'm, those of you who have listened to this podcast before know that I don't like Chardonnay. I like Chardonnays that are unoaked. In fact, I got a few Chablis today, which mm-hmm. are unoaked Chardonnay. And so the the light lightly oaked nature of this, I'm actually okay with it. I'm. I don't like it's got a little bit of that tannic aftertaste right. that I don't love on a white wine, um, but it's nice. It's got a little bit of apple I think it's apple flavored. Right. It's not as rich as some where you no. just can't even. No, you're right. It's not, but it's not like that heavy, oaky, I don't know, overly strong taste. It's no. it's a day drinker. I mean, this oh, is a wow. day. Oh, wow. It's a no, dager. It's a day, but don't you think this is a day drinking wine? Yes. I mean, this is an everyday wine. And this would be, this is definitely like a wine I think that you need to have cold or it's nice when it's cold. You know, some of the wines we were drinking recently, we were like, this is kind of nice, Not more room cold. temp. It you doesn't, know? you know, it doesn't have a lot of flavor, but the flavor that it has is pleasant. It's nice. I keep thinking like pear, like, like a, like a pear sauce, like, like, you know, applesauce, but if applesauce was mm. made with pears. Yeah. Oh, you That's can get a pear it, sauce. Can you get a pear sauce? Sure. That's it. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think so too. Maybe I think a- some more pear than apple to me. It's not very, it's not as tart. Uh, I'm not, I don't know. Chardonnays, I really don't drink that much well, of, you know. You know, but- Chardonnays, when they're unoaked, tend to taste a little bit like Sauvignon Blanc. Yes. So yes. you can taste some of that. Do yeah. you also taste a little bit, like I'm almost tasting a little bit of like cinnamon or spice, something in there? Yeah. A little maybe. bit of allspice mm-hmm. or cinnamon, something spicy in there too, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nutmeggy, maybe? 
Sure. Okay. Some of the baking spices. I think so. What uh, food would you pair this with? Well, I mean, this would go well with my, what is it called? The fish dog? The ivory dog. <laughs> the ivory yeah. Dog. I think, I it, think would it would go well with fish. I for think it sure. would go well, really well with fish yes, and chips. And I think it would be fine with the nachos and cheese. You know, actually, I don't think it would hold up as well. But I, really? Not, I just, I think it would get overpowered. By but the cheese? Fine. Yeah. Well, but the actually, cheese, there's I, a yeah, I don't bit... even know actually what wine you would drink with that cheese. Yeah, well, you need, actually, this does have some acidity, so I think it could cut I think through it would, it a yeah, little bit. I think I would, I would do it. I would do yeah. this glass of wine with the nachos or the Iverdog. But it's a, this is a gentle, soft wine. It is. Like, it's going to get overpowered by a lot of stuff. Yes, yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm, we said we weren't going to bag on it. I'm trying to be really open-minded so what rating would you give this wine carmela i you know what i would be comfortable giving it like a seven that is awesome Mm -hmm. you know what i love that i love that we are like this is we have had wines that are way more expensive and you know in even in the show and have a higher rating and whatever that stuff is and this is a nice wine well i would buy this at the stadium you would yeah oh i'm giving it a seven if i were at a i wouldn't I might buy this for a party. Mm. I mean, the price point? Oh, my God. Like, yes. how are you going to go Holy wrong? Cow. I'm probably not going to give it a seven. I'm probably going to give it more like a five or a six. I'll probably go to a six. Okay. Be generous with it. You know, there's other wines I like better. Right. This is not your choice of wine no, to begin with. But so- I would drink it. I would finish it. I would go back for another. Wow. Like, I'm not pouring this one out. Do I, is it the greatest wine I've ever had? No, but you know what? So it's, it's not- It's hard su- to find the greatest wine you've ever had. And it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be a good everyday drinking wine. Right. And I think it does okay with yeah, that. I think it holds up. So all you snobs out there, listen up. Wow. From one snob to the next. From one snob to another, you Jeez. can you can drink if this you, wine. And if you don't like it, just email us and tell us. But we think it's because you're snobby. Wow. How about that? Well, it takes one to know one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, (laughs) we're going to clean out our glasses and take a break, and then we're going to get off our high horses and try the next one. Perfect. Okay, we are back, and we are ready for our next wine, and this is the Woodbridge Cabernet Sauvignon. Mm -hmm. This is from California. They don't tell you exactly where. The other two, they do tell you at least a little bit of the area. This is just all over. Um, which is fair. Cabernet Sauvignon is made all over. This is again Robert Mondavi, non vintage, eight ninety nine for a Magnum. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. A Fred Meyer again, thirteen and a half percent alcohol. And uh, I shouldn't say this, but actually, wine enthusiasts gave this wine an eighty five rating hmm. or eighty six rating in twenty fifteen. Wow, which is kind of interesting. Okay, okay, what are you smelling, Carmela? Well, right away, I smelled smoke. Yeah. It smells very smoky to me. But, you know, it's one of those wines, too, that is going to sound really dumb, but it smells like wine. Like what you I think of. I thought the same exact really? thing. Really? When we tell our kids, like ask our kids, what do you smell in this? They yeah. would say wine. wine. This is what this smells like wine. Yeah. It just, it's uh, alcoholy. You can smell the mm-hmm, alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's very grape smelling. Yes. You know, some, like I know we nerd out and we're like, oh, it smells like cherries and it smells like this and that. This one smells like freaking grapes. It does. It's it, that is exactly right. And sometimes I want to say that about a wine, but I'm like, oh, but there's other things you that you that come up yeah. that you can smell. This is grape and smoke and wine. <laughs> I do think it does have a little bit of. It has a juicy grape smell, like a juicy mm. red grape smell. So it's nice, mm-hmm. like it's got a nice juicy red grape smell. It does have a little maybe black cherry or something on it. Which you know, like sense. a juicy, like a juicy red berry of mm-hmm. some sort. But it it smells like grapes. It smells like good grapes though. It doesn't smell it, bad. No, it doesn't. No, let's see. Ooh, no, smoky. It is smoky. It's yeah. really smooth. 
Like it's not, it, you know, a lot of the California Cabernets I don't like, like kind of punch you in the face. Even Washington State Cabernets, American Cabernets, I just think they punch you in the face. Oh, I think when, I think it's got a lot of character though. Character or kick? Well, I don't know. It's just like there's a lot going on in your mouth. Um, You're not tasting that? I feel like it's pretty strong. It's really tanning, tannic. Yes, it is. It's, it's got that. It lingers. Yeah, but it's also like, again, like you you sucked on a tea bag. Oh. And which is, you know, we can say that on adult radio. Wow. But I don't, <laughs> I you still don't know what that means, yeah. but it's fine. It's fine. Wow, this is wow. what we love about Carmela. Um, uh, Maybe I'm just, you know, acting a little like I don't, but I do know. This to me tastes, this is like wine. It just tastes like wine. Tastes I, like wine. I mean, this is not my style either. I wouldn't buy this at no. the stadium. No, and it's it, it's not it's not the kind of wine that I like. And that's fine. You know what? I think if you like a cabernet, mm-hmm. you're you're fine with this. This is kind of a traditional tasting. Totally, it's cabernet. actually got a little caramel or chocolate on it wow. at the end. Don't yeah. you taste a little bit of that at the end? Maybe I or don't brown know. sugar or something. It's got something kind of chocolatey sweet. Something sweet for sure. I don't Carmely. know if I would go with that. With taste it again caramel, and see if you get a little caramel on the aftertaste. Wow. Now he's like. Boy. And it's caramel, not caramel. That is one of my pet peeves. I know it actually is caramel, but it's always been caramel to me. Caramel apple is wow. not caramel apple. And it drives me crazy. What about poor and poor? It's always poor. Oh, it's man. always poor. Oh, man. You should have to say poor. It's not poor. It's not poor. You're not poor. Poor. But it's poor. poor. Okay, just drink poor. it and, okay. and see if you get the, like, the whatever. What did I say? Caramel. <laughs> caramel. No, it's not ca- caramel. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's it's pretty fruity. There's I mean, it's something sweet on the bold, end of this. I feel like. Very fruity. It's very and... sweet on the end, though. Hmm. Like you. <laughs> at the it's, end at of the it end all. Of, at the end of the day or the end of 27 years. Here's the way I feel about this wine. Hmm. Like, it's not offensive. The Bogle was shit. Yes. Oh no, this is palatable. You can you can drink it. I yes. wouldn't throw this out. No. I wouldn't dump it out. No. If somebody I if I were to party if I were to party and they were like, hey, this is the wine we got, I'm gonna drink it. This is the only wine we've yeah. got. <laughs> and I'm gonna well probably that's a low bar. But like this is it, buddy. It's it's not horrible. Like no, no, I, no. I'm not like, it doesn't it smells nice. Yeah. It's not like something you don't think you I know should it put sounds in your like body. we're totally bagging it. No, but, but it, we're you know, not. It's, like it's we're not nice. actually I feel like at ballparks at places like that they're gonna have more oh, than God, one yes. option. Oh yeah how do you know what I'm going to say? You didn't let me finish. <laughs> this is this is part of our no, no, no. But I wonder. Welcome to marriage you didn't counseling. Know, what if I didn't say that? Okay. I don't even know what you're going to say, and I don't really care. I'm just going to say yes, and that's what I'm supposed to say. You don't care? No, but this is the deal. Yes, I'm just I, thinking. I do. <laughs> what I'm thinking is that they're going to have more than one option. This option might be really right for somebody. You're right. Oh, thanks, honey. No, I agree, and I don't think this is a bad option. No. So I'm again. I don't love Cabernet. This is not a very strong wine, Mm-mm. like in terms of taste. It's fine. Yeah. No. What, I, what food would you pair this with? Well, I think you could do pizza. I totally. Pizza would be good with a it. Burger. Uh, yeah. Something. A hot dog. Wow. A, a, a Seattle dog or no, a no, mustard. like a grilled hot dog with some with some grill marks on it. Like, sure, sure. Because the wood and the smoke is kind of like you know it would go well. Yeah, nachos. 
maybe 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 you don't drink mine with nachos i don't know i don't know i think you do but more like a vino verde or something oh anyway yeah i think you're right i think this is a good baseball wine like if you're talking about traditional baseball foods like okay fine right right so what rating would you give this wine so i'm probably looking at i mean it's tough i want to say like a five that's Something like that. I mean, it's I kind of where I am. Yeah. I kind of feel like I, I don't know what's gotten into me, but this is not garbage. What has gotten into and you? I, I feel so bad saying that. Which, because what do you I feel think, bad about? Like the fact that you're enjoying it? Or yes. The fact that no, 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 no. That no. you feel like. No, 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 no. I feel like. conflicted. Like, oh my God. Like, no, I, I feel like I'm fighting really hard to not insult it. And I shouldn't because it's not an insulting wine. It's, wait, a, you're, it's a good you're drinking. Trying hard not this is an everyday. Assault, this would be if you are a person who likes Cabernet. This is an awesome everyday Cabernet. I mean, we're not suggesting that you drink every day. Don't no, get no, us wrong. No, but you know, it's the thing is, is like, is it top tier? Whatever. No. Is it bottom tier? No. You should feel okay with that, then, honey. Yeah. And I think, yeah. uh, I guess I'm what I'm trying to say is I want people who are listening to feel good. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. What, I don't what know is what matter with me. Yeah. The other thing is, is you don't have to talk an anybody idiot. off to the ledge. What an Some idiot. Some people will swear by a Cabernet. Like, hey, Cabernet! Cabernet! <laughs> hey, Cabernet, you! Hey, it's running away. It's Okay, that's weird. <laughs> okay. All right. So, five. I think we're both fives on this, right. which means, you know, that... Like, again, in our rating system, four and lower is when we're, like, probably not, probably going to pour it out. Right. Uh, so, five to me is, like, I'm at a wedding or something. And a they're ball serving game. It. I'm going to drink it. Sure. Fine. Sure. And I'd spend money on it. Oh, wow. I would. But you're not, but you have it a fi- you gave it a five. Well, I'm not going to buy would it for, prefer- like, home. I'm not going to, like, bring right, it home. Right, right. But you'd buy it at a ball game. Totally. Okay. Totally. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're going to pause and we're going to try our last mine. Okay, we are back and we are on to our last wine. This is the Woodbridge Pinot Noir from Lodi, California. So a specific area. This is again by Robert Mondavi, non-vintage, $8.99 for a 1.5 liter Magnum. Wow. Got it at Fred Meyer, 13.5% alcohol. It's Pinot Noir. So what are you smelling carmeling? Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I'm getting some cherry. Yeah. Definitely. Some to me, this smells like a Pinot. It smells yeah. like a Pinot, a soft, light Pinot. I'm mm-hmm. getting a little bit of that red licorice, that twist. This, this is, I always think a Pinot, when it's a Pinot, smells like red licorice, like a Twizzler. Yes, I know. Not a red vine. No, a Twizzler. A Twizzler. Because you are or a Twizzler. No, or oh, nibs. Cherry nibs. I still don't understand the nibs. We have them. You should try them. Where did we get nibs? I got them when I went to Canada. Just oh, smell okay, what else okay. you smell. A little bit of cherry. Yeah, I, I smell cherry for sure. Maybe even like blackberry. Yeah. Do you smell that? Mm. Tiny bit of smoke. A little bit of rose too. A little bit of rose petal. You know, a little flower. A little flower on it. Don't you smell a little a, flower? Just a or maybe little not. Flower? Yeah, a little bit. Little smoke. Flower. You said smoke. Uh-huh. Tiny mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, tiny bit of smoke. That a little bit not too. a lot. Mm-hmm. A tiny bit. And it could it's also nice just smell. be spice. It could also be, just be like pepper. Um, these have all had a nice bouquet. Don't you think they have? They have. I mean, the last one was a little bit smelled like wine, and but it, it sm- wasn't and it was, bad. And it was smoky. It was, but none of them have been like I've said a million times. Oh my the god! Kind that you're not supposed to, the smell that you smell and tells you don't put this in your body. That's right. We've had plenty on the, even on this show in 25 episodes where we've mm-hmm. been like, oh god, I don't right. know. About I don't this. know if I'm supposed to drink this. Like you almost look for the Mr. Yuck sim- symbol on it. <laughs> okay, let's see. Oh, you know, it's different tasting. Do you think it's not as smooth as a Pinot? 
as like a no. Not a typical, but it's it's kind of got that mm. like licorice. Sm- yeah. To me, it tastes like a red vine. Like this one does taste like yeah, a red it's, vine. It's a little like a little bit of tartness. Yeah, a too, little going and on. a little and a little extra sweet too. Really? Don't you have that sweetness at the end? I'm getting a lot of sweetness on these wines. A lot of tannin. At the end of this Yeah, but sweetness, Mm -hmm. like a lot of sweetness, Mm -hmm. Uh, cotton candy, cherry candy. You know those cherry sour balls? Oh my God. Don't you think it's got a little bit of that cherry sour ball Because I am getting, I'm getting quite a bit of cherry and I love the sour cherry balls. Yeah, and I think I'm getting a little bit of that. Mm. They're sweet. This is a sweet wine. It's not a typical Pinot. No, it's not as smooth and delicate. I feel like Pinots are... Not, this is they're elegant. Very... Usually, a Pinot is pretty elegant. This one's soft. This yeah. has softness to it, but it's it's um it's a little fuller or something. Oh, I don't think it's fuller. I oh. just think it's more sweet. I think it's fruitier. I think it's sweeter than usual. Hmm. Yeah, it is at the end. I think that is that where you're tasting it mm-hmm. towards. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what food would you pair? I'm going to have a little hot dog. You, I was say, you try you try that hot dog and tell this us cold, what you think. This cold hot dog. Yeah. Wow. Up. With mm. a little drizzle of mustard, yellow mm. mustard, mm-hmm. without a napkin. Mm. Mm. Just how you like it. It's like <laughs> you get mustard on my shirt. <laughs> what do you think here? Well, hold on. Mm. Oh, oh, I love oh. a good hot dog. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What are you tasting in that hot dog? I'm tasting pork mm. and really? beef. Mm-hmm. Wait. And That's weird. mystery meat uh, and, and bread. What are you smelling? Oh, God. I don't like the smell of a hot dog. You don't have to tell me that. <laughs> wow. It's that good, huh? They say you can choke on hot dogs. You're like a toddler. Are you okay? No, you're making me choke. Do you need the Heimlich? I need more hot dog. Okay. I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> that was quite a bite. They say you can choke on a hot dog. I'm I just so... told you. Be careful. Mm. <laughs> Terrible podcast. <laughs> he died. What did he die doing? What he loves most. Podcasting. <laughs> wow. Beware the podcast choking session. Oh. It goes really well with the hot dog. Really? Nice. Really well. I actually think the Cabernet would probably go a little bit better, but it's fine. Wow. What you about nachos? <clears throat> would it go okay with nachos? Yes. Really? Really well with nachos. <laughs> okay. I think it'd be fine. I think we would be fine with peanuts and pretzels and all that crap. Okay. Gooey cheese. Be fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could probably stand up to those foods. Yeah. Yeah. Because those are some big, bold flavors. Totally. Okay. What mm. rating would you give this this Pinot Noir? Uh, you know, I think I'd probably stick with that uh, that five range. I mean, for I like Pinots. Okay. And I, I mean, I could drink this at a ball game, but I don't know if I'd have you like at a restaurant. If I had another choice. No. But it's it's good. It's like, I, like I think this is the one you're going to drink watching the game and eating something with it. That's, I think it's key. This is a wine you want to eat with, right? I have to say, I'm going to give it a five as well. Okay. I honestly, between this and the Cabernet, I'm a toss up. Yeah. Interesting. Especially when you would go towards a Pinot. Totally. The Cabernet was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. They're, neither of them are like fantastic wines and neither they're everyday drinking wine. Should we take a poll at some point? Like well, out of these three, what would somebody choose at a ball game? Yes. I think we that would do be that on interesting. Instagram. We'll do that on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and now, Carmela, which one of these are you going to finish tonight? Well, um, you know what? I Gosh. I would probably, I'd probably go for the Chardonnay. I think so. I probably would, yes. That's, I think, what you would choose. Mm-hmm. I probably would as well. Hmm. 
But okay. because I'm going to be different. Better. Different. different. I'm actually, I might go with the Cabernet. Okay. How about that, Good people? Good for you. How Good about that, people? You. Wow. Get off Stepping your high horse. out of your comfort zone. Yeah, are exactly. You? I don't know. I like it. It's kind of cute. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's see how we did with the uh, typical tasting profile. So this is for the lightly oaked Chardonnay. This is from the website. Aromas of citrus, lemon cream, and flowers. Also green apple. Mm, Mm. Not so sure. Also vibrant flavors of white nectarine and citrus. Crisp with just a touch of oak creaminess. Okay. Can have honeydew melon, peach, apricot, tropical fruit, ginger, also apple, lemon, and can be similar to a Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. Well, I, we did okay. Yeah. I mean, green apple, more apple-y, pear. We got a we, lot of pear, yeah, we were didn't saying we? a lot of pear on that one. And there's yeah. no pear here. Uh-uh, but we were talking about being a little creamy. And, yeah. You um, came up with creamy for funny, sure. You know what? I thought about peach, but then you said pineapple. And then I thought, oh, they're so different. Yeah. So I didn't say peach, but it sounds like they can they can have that in their profile. Well, when I when I taste pineapple, I do think it has a little bit of a acidy, citrusy For taste. For sure. But For it's sure. tropical. Yeah. Okay, with a Cabernet from the website. Uh, this is again from the Woodbridge website. Aromas of cherries, berries, cedar, brown sugar, and toast. Oh wow! Come on, did I not say there was some sugar or sweetness on the end of it? Yes. Well, both of them. You said brown sugar, which is really interesting. And then listen Good to this. Call. Oh my God, Carmela, listen to this flavor. I didn't cheat. I swear. Flavors of berries, toasted marshmallows, chocolate, and graham crackers with a toasty caramel finish. Oh my God, you're brilliant. No, it really did. <laughs> I really did taste that. Yeah, no, you did. You mean caramel. Caramel finish, mm. yeah. The classic uh, Cabernet, sorry, the classic Cabernet is black cherry, blackcurrant, cedar, baking spices, graphite. We didn't get a lot of graphite, which is like pencil. I didn't, yeah. Uh, blackcurrant, and then plum, black pepper, vanilla, licorice. Hmm. Okay. Definitely got that caramel sweetness yes, at the end, right? interesting. You really did, yeah. And then from Pinot Noir, from the website, from the Woodbridge Woodbridge website, the bright aromas of strawberry and cherry notes accented by hints of spice and toast. The bottle also says a hint of cocoa. So mm. we got definitely cherry, maybe mm-hmm. a little spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. They talk about their wines as being fruit flower... Fl- <laughs> Fruit forward flavors and a touch of toasty oak. A classic taste is cherry, raspberry, mushroom, clove, hibiscus, which is just flowers. Mm -hmm. California pinots tend to have cherry, raspberry, allspice, Darjeeling tea, and vanilla. And others can also include rose petal and potting soil. Mm, Okay. Interesting, huh? Yeah, so I think we did okay. You know, I, yes, these are not typical. I think you know we got we picked out some of these flavors. It's fine, it's okay. Right, okay, fun. So for those of you listening, we would love for you to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We'd love for you to rate us and review us so that others know how much you like it, and then they'll listen to it. And we'd love to hear from you. We've been hearing from people. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. You can visit our website at thewinepairpodcast.com. You can leave us a voice message. You can send us a note. Uh, you can also find our show notes. So we have a lot of links and interesting information in the show notes. So I, I recommend nice. that you go there. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Wine Pair Podcast. We're on Pinterest at the Wine Pair Podcast. We're on Twitter at Wine Pair Podcast. And you can also just email us at Joe at the Wine Pair Podcast. And we've had people reach out, and I love that. And we would love to hear from you. And Carmela will look at it too. 
Uh, and we hope that you tell your family and your friends and your enemies and everybody your about neighbors. the neighbors. Your neighbors, your, your plumber. Remember one time you really wanted the plumbers to know? Your plumber. Right. Your they, baseball mm-hmm. fans. Your baseball friends. Yeah. The friends that you meet at baseball games. True. If you're one of those people who really Or like you do Little League Baseball. Socialize. Do it. You know, tell everybody about it. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. And like we say, life is short. So stop drinking. Ciao, ciao. And the happy ending.